What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. We'll start today with just getting right into it. Luis Severino is getting Tommy John surgery on Thursday. He's going to get season-ending Tommy John. I mean, it's a bummer for the Yankees. They're getting hit with the injury bug again. And this time in February, right off the bat. I mean, Sevy was limited to just a handful of starts at the end of last year and a couple postseason starts. Then he had, you know, elbow or whatever, right hand, right arm soreness. They said they had, they found loose bodies in his elbow, essentially, over the offseason. His issues date back to the ALCS. Is his forearm, I'm sorry. He had discomfort in his right forearm while receiving routine treatment after his Game 3 start against Houston. Although Severino would have taken the mound if the Yankees had forced a Game 7, he continued to experience discomfort during the offseason, especially when throwing his changeup. So during the offseason, he had two trips from the DR to New York for MRIs. They revealed no significant concerns, but again, he complained of an issue last week after throwing changeups on flat ground. And that prompted the team physician to organize what was intended to be a three-day battery of tests in New York. So he was examined at a couple hospitals. And yeah, they're saying that the MRI taken on Tuesday revealed the partial UCL tear. You know, that's the ulnar collateral ligament. That's when you hear that, that usually means Tommy John. And that's just a big blow for the Yankees because that's going to end his season before it even starts. I mean, he had three regular season starts last year due to rotator cuff and lat muscle injuries. Now he's going to likely miss part of next year as well. So that's a big bum because if they had caught this earlier, let's say they had found this during the offseason and he got Tommy John during the offseason, I guess it would just push his timeline up by a couple months, but at least he would probably be ready for the start of 2021. But who knows now? But yeah, James Paxton is on the IL to open the season. Uh, Seve's out for the year. Aaron Judge hasn't even made his spring debut yet because they're managing his right shoulder. Uh, Man, the Yankees have already been hit by the injury bug, and that's a big blow for them. So who's going to replace Luis Severino in the Yankees' rotation? There are a bunch of names, quite frankly, that most people haven't really heard of. Guys like Davey Garcia. I mean, people know him. Like Jonathan Loazaga, Michael King, Clark Schmidt. These are among the guys that the Yankees are considering in competition to make that starting five, to be that fifth starter in the rotation. I mean, I I don't really... Luis Sessa as well. I, I really don't know what they're going to do here. It's probably going to be like someone that's been on the rotation before. I forgot to mention Jordan Montgomery. So I, I would put my bets on Jordan Montgomery or Luis Sessa. And remember, um, not domestic, Domingo Herman is on a domestic violence suspension right now. So when he eventually gets back, he'll slide into the rotation and they'll go from there. But I, I don't think the Bronx Bombers will be, I mean, obviously this is going to hurt them. But I don't think they're going to struggle because this is a team that made the playoffs last year. They made it to the ALCS last year, despite all the injuries they suffered last year. So if they were able to do that, I think they'll be able to dig deep and find something that works this year. They're just a very talented team. But speaking of the Yankees, the pitching prospect who pitched against them yesterday, 
Nate Pearson of the Blue Jays. That kid's a problem. That kid is going to be something special. He's 23. He's really good. I mean, yesterday, he was the number one prospect in, in the Blue Jays system. And he dominated the Yankees in just one inning of work. He needed just 12 pitches to strike out the side, hitting 98 on the radar guns. Nate Pearson is a flame-throwing right-hander. He's going to be up in the bigs this year. I mean, he sits. Like, it said he touched 98. That was his you know, spring training velo. When the season starts, midseason, you're going to be seeing this kid sit 98 to 100. It's quite frightening, honestly, because I think he's like six foot six as well. It's just, just, it's just a lot to deal with when you're at the dish, and uh, you know, he's he's as talented as they come. He really is. A safe estimate would see him join the Blue Jays a couple months in the season, maybe June. But just how his workload is managed is going to be a major factor. He threw 101 and two-thirds innings last season after missing most of 2018 with a broken arm. And that total was kept down by having him throw just two innings in every other start early on. So they're really trying to you know, play it safe with him. But the plan worked as well as the Blue Jays could have hoped for. But it's more complicated than just the innings number. You can't just look at the innings because obviously you're, you're looking at fatigue, Changes in his delivery, spin rate, velocity, effectiveness. All these are pieces of the equation that give him the best chance to be successful when you want to monitor his workload. So, I mean, once he makes his way to the Toronto Blue Jays, he's going to be joining a young squad of great young players. Vlad Jr., Bo Bichette, Kevin Biggio. I mean, mean, those are the 2019 Jays, baby Jays. 2020 might belong solely to Nate Pearson. Over in Mets camp, Tim Tebow homered for his first hit of the spring. He's up in big league camp like he's been every single year so far. I mean, this is a dude that I just, I want to see succeed. I'm very, I mean, I'll be honest. I was extremely skeptical when he announced that he was going to play baseball. But the fact that he's been able to show the kind of determination and resolve to stick with it for a couple years now. And the fact that he's actually played pretty well during the regular season it's very impressive. It's extremely impressive. I mean, he signed with the Mets as a minor league free agent in September 2016. He's been to big league camp every spring since. And although he hasn't you know, done much in the big league camp, he's steadily improved throughout his minor league career. He actually hit 273 with six home runs at double A Binghamton to make the 2018 Eastern League All-Star team. And then a broken wrist prematurely ended his season not, uh, that year. And then last year, a deep finger laceration cut his campaign short after he hit just a buck 63 with four home runs at AAA Syracuse. But he came into this year, you know, this spring training healthy in excellent shape, and he's committed to keeping his big league dream alive. I mean, honestly, Tebow's putting up pretty solid numbers, quite frankly. I mean, the raw power is just phenomenal, is what his, his manager said, Luis Rojas. I mean... I think like most of the highlights of baseball highlights I've seen of Tim Tebow are him going the other way. It seems like he has that he lets the ball get deep and he has that kind of swing where I mean he's just so strong. A former football player, he's just so strong that once he lets the ball get deep, he can let his swing work and go the other way. But this is a guy that just that is just so I mean good to root for. He's just the kind of person that you want to see succeed. I want to see him succeed. I mean, I'm just finding out now that he was in AAA last year, even though he only you know, did some pedestrian things there. 
he was in AAA. Obviously, they're going to push him considering his age. He's 32 now. But he went yard yesterday in a big league spring training game off of veteran right-hander Alex Wilson. So, shout out to Tim Tebow. Keep doing you. Best of luck. And that's that's going to be it. So, that's all I have for today. If you guys enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.